0: ...women will be diagnosed with breast cancer in their lifetime. To the Breast Cancer Research Foundation of Alabama, that's one too many. When you buy the Breast Cancer Research specialty license plate, you're helping to save lives by funding critical research. Visit your DMV and get your Breast Cancer Research tag. All funds raised stay here in Alabama, but the research has a global, life-saving impact. Visit bcrfa.org or call 205-996-5463.
2: No we ain't got much to say before I let you get away. Yeah. I said, are you gonna be my girl? Life can be
3: challenging, scary, and really funny. <laughs> Welcome to the Rachel Hammer Show on WTKI Talk.
0: Good evening, this is the Rachel Hammer Show 256-684-8000 is the number You can find me, of course, on Facebook, Twitter, Parley, the Rachel Hammer Show Or you can email me directly, rachel at wtki com. How does the evening find my Brian? It finds
1: me good We're getting closer and closer to the weekend All that kind of stuff
0: Yes, we are The storms it's wake pre- you up last night? Not at all.
1: My weather radio did over and over and over, but it didn't apparently get real bad where I was.
0: I didn't hear the weather radio. I don't, well, I'll be honest. I don't even know if I've hooked the weather radio up since we moved in this house. I'm not sure I've unpacked it yet, Brian. (laughs) Now that you mention it. Naughty, naughty. I know, right? That's irresponsible. You are in North
1: Alabama. It's, uh.
0: Oh, I know. I need to, need to locate that thing, I guess. Anyway, oh. Did you hear the big news? I did. I've heard several
1: things. Which big news?
0: Well, I ran. It's, uh, ratcheting up. Uh. Got their panties in a wad. Somebody's got their knickers in a knot, I'll tell you that. Uh, you know, at first, I was kind of when all this Iran stuff started, and I'm like, eh, you know, war is big business. And uh, but even Nancy Pelosi today, after her briefing, came out and and they were like, they were basically asking like, is there anything to lead you to believe that this is just kind of made up? And she unequivocally said no. Uh, and of course, the Democrats don't want to give uh, the Trump administration any victories right now, uh, so I I think this is a pretty bipartisan. A deal. I think that, uh, I mean, it's going to remain to see what happens, but I, I don't think anybody wants to go to war. I, I don't think Trump wants to go to war. I don't think anybody has the stomach for it right now. And of course, he campaigned on getting us out of unnecessary wars. But I don't think it's uh, just a war or nothing option here. Uh, but I think Lindsey Graham made an excellent point today when he said, look, if we don't react this is going to be very similar to the line in the sand that Obama drew uh, with Assad. Saying, you know, look, if you use uh, chemical weapons, we're going to do X, Y, Z. And, and he draws this line in the sand. And, of course, uh, Assad does it anyway. And we did nothing. We did absolutely nothing. So that, of course, makes the, the world not believe that the United States is going to do what it says it was going to do. Uh, so I think it, Trump cannot, I think he needs to proceed with caution, because if he draws the line in the sand, he's got to stand by it. And, and back to Lindsey Graham, you know, he made a very valid point this morning when he was talking to reporters and said, you know, essentially, look, if we don't do something about this, wait and see what's going to happen with North Korea and other bad actors around the world who are going to take advantage uh, of this. Say, oh, well, the United States isn't going to do anything uh, let's move forward with this. A hundred and eighty million dollar drone though. Anybody else have a hard time with that price tag? A hundred and eighty million dollar drone. That's, just, that, that, that's outside my, uh, scope of comprehension there, Brian. Hmm. I, I don't know. Oh, but anyway, that's what got shot down. And it, this was a, this was a surface to air missile. This was not just some little like, uh, you know, shoulder rocket, uh, take down this, uh, this drone. This was a surface to air missile. And one of the things that they're saying, one of the arguments they're making is that this is in, uh, now the United States is, is steadfastly standing by the fact that this was not in Iranian airspace. Uh, they say they have the data, the maps and everything to back it up. Iran of course is, is disagreeing with that. But th- one of the other issues being uh, this is potentially where planes could have been flying uh, that they're arguing. they're saying look this is you know this is international airspace. Flights come through here. This put everybody in a really uh, dangerous situation. So there's that element of it too. And uh, We'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm not going to sit here and speculate or uh, pretend I know more than I do because I don't. Um, but it's going to be interesting. I don't think anybody was war, though. Let us hope. All right. Let's hope that Bolton's not Rattling the the war drums. Oh. Alright. Other big news of the day. Local Alabama news. Roy Moore. He has thrown his hat in the ring. Running for the Senate against Doug Jones. Now, if you recall, Trump has come out and and personally said, Don't run, Roy. Don't run. You can't win. Uh, Clearly. We have Doug Jones as a Alabama U.S. Senator, and y'all aren't going to like this. I think Doug Jones was probably the better of the two choices. I still think had Mo Brooks gotten the uh, the Republican nomination, uh, we would have a whole different outcome right now. But neither here nor there. That uh, that chapter is written. Just to uh, give y'all an idea of uh, some of the comments. Let's see. Uh, ride off quietly into the sunset, Roy. Please, Alabama, do not vote for him. I hope Tommy Tuberville is still going to run, or maybe Jim Ziegler. Uh, I thought he was going to wait to run with Vice President Joe Biden in 2020. Uh, I don't think Roy and Joe are gonna, are gonna be running together. Look, I, I think the two major contenders right now are gonna be, uh, Bradley Byrne. And, of course, Attorney uh, General John, or Secretary of State, rather, uh, John, John Merrill, has filed his paperwork. Uh, so I, I think those are going to be your two leading contenders. But Roy Moore may uh, throw enough of a, a curve in there. I think even people, though, that voted for Roy in the last go-round, I, I don't think they're going to vote for him again. Now, Doug Jones has got to be thrilled. He's got to be absolutely thrilled. Hoping that Roy Moore takes the Republican nomination again because uh, the outcome was very good for him. All right, I'll get to some of your other comments when he was discussing his potential run. I, I have not seen anybody in favor thus far, uh, at least not on anything I. Uh, on the show page in support of Roy Moore running. Two five six six eight four eight thousand is the number. This is the Rachel Hammer show stay right here.
3: Listen for the Fox Business Report 10 times daily on 1450 AM and 105.3 FM, WTKI Talk. If you missed the Fred Holland Morning Show... You missed a lot. I find the timing suspicious. Why do you think anybody would want to derail Saudi Arabia at this critical moment in history? What do you suppose it would be? Four letters. I-R-A-N. Other than the Israelis in the Arab world, they're the only ones that can counter Iran. Oh, we just got to slap them. We got to slap them hard. Be careful what you wish for. Remember the enemy of my enemy is my friend? We really need the Saudis right now. Fred Holland. Weekday mornings at 6 on Talk Radio for the rest of us. WTKI Talk.
0: I live alone. And rarely have visitors. So when I slipped and fell in the kitchen last month and couldn't get to a phone, I knew I was in trouble. Help! I could barely move. Help! I tried calling for help, but no one could hear me. As I lay there, I couldn't help but think of my kids and grandkids having to go on without me. I was terrified. It took eight hours for my neighbor to find me. It could have been the end of me. That's when I knew... I needed Life Alert. With just one press of this button, I'm connected to the Life Alert Center, where I can get the help I need, even when I cannot reach a phone. With Life Alert, I'm never alone.
3: Please call 1-800-414-2188 for your free Life Alert brochure. That's 1-800-414-2188. 1-800-414-2188. Call for your free Life Alert brochure today at 1-800-414-2188.
0: My story may help you. This is what happened. I was talking to my best friend. I told her I wasn't feeling like myself. I had pain in my pelvic area and bleeding that wasn't normal for me. Since it had gone on for a couple of weeks, my friend said I had to go to the doctor of course she was right turned out i had uterine cancer a type of gynecologic cancer to make a long story short by realizing something might be wrong and seeing my doctor right away i received treatment now we're confident i'll be fine please please listen to your body if something doesn't feel right for two weeks or longer see your doctor uterine cervical ovarian vaginal and vulvar cancers are all gynecologic cancers Signs and symptoms are not the same for everybody, so get the facts. Get the inside knowledge. Call 1-800-CDC-INFO to learn more. Knowing can make all the difference in the world. It did for me. A message from the Inside Knowledge Campaign and the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services.
3: Insane solutions for an insane world. 1450 AM and 105.3 FM, WTKI Talk.
0: You're listening to The Rachel Hammer Show, 256-684-8000, Twitter, Facebook, Parlay, The Rachel Hammer Show, or email me, rachel at wtkiradio.com. All right, so we're talking about Roy Moore, his hat in the ring, I would love to hear what you all uh, think about this. I was going through some of your comments, and I, I haven't seen any favorables. Let's see. Uh, here we go. He knows he can't win, but he knows those Ten Commandments will open the purse straps of the little church ladies. <laughs> money grubbing sidewalk preacher, just like when he was raising money set to pay for his legal representation. Dude, you're a lawyer and a judge. You can't defend yourself, question mark. It's like something I would have read or written. Um, oh, Roy, please just go away. No, um, please don't stay home. And uh, this one, he must run. Can't let those snee-libs win and drive a good man out with their fake news. Run, Roy, run. Uh, Guarantee that was written by a liberal. Uh, Responses to that are if he runs, the sneaky libs will win because Roy will split the Republican vote again, yes? Uh, let's see, our, our Greg Hobson on this. As for principles, a Christian lawyer, lawyer friend of mine was asked to join his legal team during the Ten Commandments kerfluffle. He asked Roy's man if Roy really believed in the whole issue or was just using it for advancement to the governorship or Senate. The recruiter replied, between me and you, he figures he can't lose either way. There are Roy's principles, my friend. My buddy declined to represent him. Wow. Uh, somebody else said, uh, well, I'm not, that's a rumor. I'm not going to say it. I don't want to get on Roy Moore's, uh, Sue Happy. Since I cannot independently verify any of that. Um. Not not a good response response for olroy, olroy, that's what we should call him, right? like we'll pull a Trump and brand him, O'Roy. Roy, not that there's anything wrong with the dog food, ol Roy, but old Roy. yeah no i what is what is the goal here? Do you think he really wants to serve in the Senate, or is Roy Moore trying to vindicate himself? See, I think Roy Moore is, is doing this for Roy Moore, not necessarily for the people of Alabama. He should have never, he, he is the Hillary Clinton of Alabama politics. He was a terrible candidate. He should have never been put up in the first place. Like, take all the, the rumors and other stuff out of the, out of the equation. That certainly did not help him, but take all of that out of the equation. He's been removed from office twice. Twice. And yet we still made him the Republican nominee for the state of Alabama. Uh, they could have run Hillary Clinton against Roy Moore in this state and he would have, and she would have won. I truly do believe that. You could have picked about, uh, you know, Doug Jones, I don't think won uh, the election. But more people wanted Doug Jones than Roy Moore. He was a failed candidate from the get-go. And I think Alabama is making a huge, huge mistake if, if they nominate him, uh, to run against Doug Jones again. And as Trump pointed out, you know, this is not a, a two-year, uh, this is a six-year term. This is a six-year term. And I think Doug Jones has started to show his colors. I think at the State of the Union address, Doug- Ugly showed his true colors when he was taking his cues from Chunk of Nancy on when to stand, when to sit. And uh, clearly, uh, I don't think stood with uh, the vast majority of Alabamians on uh, the things that he refused to applaud, like record uh, jobs numbers, uh, low unemployment numbers, record uh, black unemployment, Hispanic unemployment, uh, the low female unemployment numbers. Those are things that to be bipartisan issues. That is something that everybody in the House and the Senate should get behind because that's what's best for the American people. If the person that this state elects to send to Washington, D.C. on our behalf cannot get behind those things, then then there's a serious uh, disconnect between the people of Alabama and our representation. Alabama is not one of these, uh, for the most part, and hopefully uh, we won't ever be, uh, one of these uh, this socialist, utopia ideal um, states. I think the people of Alabama believe in hard work. People of Alabama want to work. And with jobs numbers uh, where they're at, the economy where it is, I think this benefits uh, the people of Alabama, and for our state senator to not uh, applaud that uh, because he's playing partisan lines, uh, that's highly problematic to me. What's going on at the border? And uh, do-nothing Congress, not just Doug Jones, uh, failing to do something about it as well. Uh, also problematic for me. By the way, speaking of that, you know, we talked a, a while back, I guess it was a couple weeks ago, down in Saraland, Alabama, and there was the, uh, human trafficking, uh, bust. Well, there's been another one. This one in DeKalb County. Yeah, that's right up here in our neck of the woods. Uh, DeKalb County human trafficking or human smuggling operation intercepted. Lovely. Absolutely lovely. This is, you know, I spent the last couple of days talking about these uh, this concentration camp comments, and of course uh, we know that uh, that is absolutely not true. That it is, I'm, I'm not even going to go down that uh, on that date again. Here's what happened: uh, investigators in DeKalb County. Intercepted the second immigrant smuggling operation within a month. Around 10.30 a.m. yesterday, DeKalb County intercepted. Deputies uh, uh, pulled over a Toyota Sequoia. The vehicle was headed north on I-59. Deputies said they found 10 illegal immigrants, one of them a juvenile, in the vehicle. Uh, Sheriff's Office spokesperson Tyler Pruitt said they investigated and believed this was in smuggling operation. The people were from El Salvador, Ecuador, and Guatemala. He said they likely crossed the border in Texas and were driving somewhere northeast. Uh, the Department of Homeland Security was called to the scene. The subjects were taken into Immigration and Customs Enforcement. Uh, the investigation is ongoing. Federal charges are pending. Uh, this is another great job. Uh, even though we are far from the southern border, we can still play a role in enforcing our nation's laws right here in DeKalb County. Uh, while it may seem that they were trying to start a new life in our country, these people are exploited and taken advantage of. Some have to pay thousands of dollars to be smuggled in and are made to work for inhumane wages. Uh, anyway, they, they go on to say that... Uh, they believe the two operations are unrelated, the one that they picked up uh, a few weeks ago and this one. Uh, What I'd like to know is the juvenile that was traveling with them, is that juvenile actually related to anybody? I'm just curious. Because, again, you know, going down the the road of Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and how inhumane everything is at the border, is this juvenile actually related to the car? Or is this child, uh, potentially set up to be, uh, worked or, or traded or sex slaved? Uh, any of those things, and uh, we don't know. And that's uh, the story does not go into that. But since this is the humanitarian crisis, uh, equivalent to, uh, the Holocaust, according to her, these are things that we need to know. Because if we're really going to take, you know, there's still, She's still making issue of the fact that uh, there's uh, people being housed where the Japanese internment camps were. That people are not just being set free in the country. Uh, this is problematic. This is problematic because I want to know that these children are safe. Whether they are American children or not American children. I think any of us who are parents want to know that these kids are safe and the idea that they are being incentivized to be brought to this country or rented out. Remember that story? These kids are certainly not safe in the situations they're being put in. All right, uh, we're going kind to of talk about... Well, I want to get to reparations today, too. This new Denver City Council member wants communism by any Means necessary. Don't go anywhere. This is the way to name show.
3: Inspirationally conservative. Dennis Prager. Weekday mornings at 11 on 1450 a.m. and 105.3 FM. WTKI Talk. Inc. Magazine reports
1: email is making you stupid and costs organizations millions of dollars in lost productive time. Hi, this is Ted Goulis with the Goulis Group. We guide individuals, teams, and organizations to their goals. Join us each Monday morning at 645 to get information on how to make software tools like Microsoft Outlook proactive in order to make better choices and get control of your life. Ted and Fred talk about improving your business Monday mornings at 645 on WTKI Talk. Humidor Pipe Shops a great place to hang out with friends, enjoy a good smoke, and people that appreciate pipe tobaccos,
3: cigars, good friendly atmosphere, you can smoke inside.
1: The camaraderie of sitting around here and just visiting with friends and enjoying a nice cigar, it's amazing the number of business transactions that you'll see occur in here.
3: I enjoy coming down here, it's the only place you can really come to go smoke a cigar, buy
2: it, smoke it here, hang out with the guys, catch up on a day's politics.
3: CBS
0: News update. President Trump is mulling over the U.S. response to Iran's destruction of a $100 million surveillance drone, something he called a big mistake. But the president also said he found it hard to believe it was intentional. Democrats are urging restraint and consultation with the Congress. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi was among the bipartisan congressional leaders who met with Mr. Trump today. How we go forward from here has to be strategic and smart, and in close alliance with our our allies. CBS has been Tracy at the White House.
4: heard Mitch McConnell since this meeting say that he thinks the administration will take what he's calling a measured response. But then you have somebody like Lindsey Graham, much more hawkish out there, saying uh, that if Iran uh, wants to pick a fight, they're going to get a fight, and that they should be ready for a lot of pain.
0: Iran says it did shoot down the U.S. drone, but says it was in its territory. CBS News Update, I'm Pam Coulter.
2: Hey, this is Renia from the Schnitzel Ranch. As you guys know, we're getting challenged by the construction on Church Street, but that doesn't mean we are closed. We are open Thursday, Friday, Saturday, lunch and dinner, and Sunday lunch only. Come in, join us for good food, good beer and good wine, and a great time. On Thursday, don't miss our Schnitzel special. Every Schnitzel with two sides, only $9.95. And Saturdays, a food growler, beer of your choice, only 16 bucks. That's the Schnitzel Ranch, authentic German food, 501 Church Street. Right across from the Visitor Center. You
3: know, there's no better feeling than knowing the valuable items stored in your home are protected. And in our home, we trust our Liberty Safe
4: from Haley's Flooring and Interiors. Liberty Safe builds the best safe you can buy, and they're built right here in America. Whether it's guns, photos, documents, electronics, or jewelry, you will have the peace of mind in knowing that your Liberty will keep it safe and that their lifetime warranty will be there for you
1: when you need it. And when you buy from Haley's on Bob Wallace Avenue in Huntsville, you'll get half-off delivery.
3: Liberty Safes at Haley's Flooring and Interiors, a foundation of excellence.
1: When you think of your lawn or garden, it's only natural that you think of your local quality co-op store. If you want a lush lawn, beautiful vegetable garden, or a flower garden that's the envy of the neighborhood, the co-op has the bonny plants, seeds, spreaders, sprayers, and fertilizers that you need. They also have shovels, hoes, rakes, lawnmowers, lime, fertilizer. You name it, the co-op's got it. Experience down-to-earth values at your local quality co-op store you'll be glad you did
2: if you're experiencing a temporary financial hardship and are struggling to pay your mortgage we may be able to help you keep your home hardest hit Alabama is a federally funded foreclosure prevention program if you qualify hardest hit Alabama can pay your mortgage payments on your behalf or provide other forms of assistance the program is available statewide on a first-come first-served basis We've helped thousands of Alabama homeowners, and we may be able to help you. Call 1-877-497-8182 to speak to a program counselor. Or visit HardestHitAlabama.com to learn more and apply. That's 1-877-497-8182 or HardestHitAlabama.com. Brought to you by Hardest Hit Alabama, the Alabama Broadcasters Association, and this station.
3: Yeah. the only north alabama radio station with a real live mascot your cat person daryl hey. you got a point we just chat. wtki talk
0: this is the rachel hammer show two five six six 8, 4, 8, 8, 8, is the number we've talked a little bit about iran we've talked uh about roy Moore running for office again yay I want to get to reparations, too. But uh, this is where we're headed. There is a newly elected Denver City Council member. Candy Sadebaca. I, I don't know. C-D-E-B-A-C-A. Pronounce it however you want. Anyway, she has stated that she is excited to usher in Communism by any means necessary. Now, see, this goes directly against the argument for legalization of pot. What has it done to this woman's head? I'm just asking. Now, she won in an upset runoff election earlier this month, uh, said in late March during a candidate forum for their city council, District 9. I pity you, District 9, except y'all voted for her. God, she's going to be like the next Ocasio-Cortez. You're gonna be popping up everywhere, Brian. What are you, they? Alright, she said, anyway, she said, I don't believe our current economic system actually works. Um, capitalism by design is extractive and in order to generate profit in a capitalist system, something has to be exploited. That's land, labor, or resources. And I think we're in late phase capitalism and we know it doesn't work and we have to move into something new. I don't know why she has my Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez voice, but, well, because I imagine that they sound alike.
1: Please and tell I me there's believe- not people that's two people that sound like her. Do what? Please tell me there are not two people that sound like AOC. I can't stand I don't know.
0: it. In my head, this is what she sounds like. She sounds like one of those dumb, like, you know, like twits um, uh, that's completely stupid and, and just full of herself. Anyway.
1: Like Tilly.
0: She- I know, right? And she says, and I believe in community ownership of land, labor, resources, and distribution of those resources. And so, whatever that morphs into, I think is what will serve community the best. And I'm excited to usher it in by any means necessary. Land ownership, resources. Labor. It sounds like somebody wants complete and total power, doesn't it? So she wants to what? Do away with private property. Public ownership. Communal control. Communal grocery stores, I guess. I mean, who's going to pay for this? Stupid. Um, She is a democratic socialist. Yeah, I know they've tried to set themselves apart. But she is a democratic, uh, socialist. She, she grew, uh, drew criticism for saying that she will usher in communism by any means necessary. So while it's not exactly clear what she meant when she said by any means necessary, PBS notes that Malcolm X used the, the phrase and it meant up to and including the use of violence. Now the American Mirror adds that by any means necessary often often also happens to be a radical far left organ. I I did not realize there was a a radical organization called BAM, B-A-M-N. They employ aggressive militant direct action and litigation to support its causes. They protest of official government bodies and have resulted in flipping tables and other disruptive outbursts. According to this, BAM demonstrators have been arrested for inciting riots, throwing rocks at police, and destruction of property. Yeah, go ahead. Well, our,
1: our forefathers had great vision in creating the Second Amendment, and we might need that down the road if we want to save our country.
0: Well, this is, look, uh, Nancy Pelosi, today when she came to the podium, uh, after the whole Iran thing, said that she had to leave uh, a little early to get to a, a gun uh, debate thing, uh, event, I'm not I'm not quite sure exactly what she was going to, but something about gun legislation. This is That's the first step, right? Disarm the populace. That's what happened in Venezuela. That's what happened in Nazi Germany. Disarm the populace. And they have no means to protect themselves. Then you go in and, and you take over. This is what Bernie wants. This is what AOC wants. This is what this chick wants. Uh, there are more and more of them that are popping up, and it's because they don't understand. They have been indoctrinated by people like Bernie. Uh, They have been indoctrinated to believe that this great utopia of everybody lives in this communal uh, setting and everybody shares everything and uh, eventually you run out of other people's money. Eventually somebody's got to pay for this. Think about the time and energy and expense that it takes to go to medical school. If you had to treat all of your patients for free, Would you do that? Even if you really, really wanted to be a doctor, would you put in the the investment and the effort to become one? To know you're not going to get paid for it. You just it's a community resource.
1: Nope.
0: Would you get up at four a.m. to farm your land, knowing that you can't sell it? That the government's going to come in and decide who gets to get the food from your land? And then they'll decide what you get to keep from it. Are you going to become a farmer? No. Why put in the effort? And besides, if you're the farmer, they've already taken your land and decided what you can farm and uh, what part of your land you can use it on. And and take that for pretty much any profession. Why would you want to go through uh, the education and the expensive education and everything else that goes with it and put in the time and put in the hours to know that people are going to reap the benefits of what you've accomplished and have put in zero effort. And that's what these people are advocating for. Yeah, I think that... The analogy, and I don't know if this really happened or not, and I'm sure some of you have also seen it floating around the Internet, uh, about the dad who says to his child, you know, who's advocating um, for socialism, uh, and says, that's fine, you know, What gets college, you do a great job, you don't go out, you know, you've got all A's, uh, your roommate gets uh, gets C's, D's, whatever, goes out part of the time, doesn't do, uh, you know, put in any of the work, so I think, you know, maybe you should just give some of your A's and the child's like, wait, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, I worked for those. You know, and at the end of the joke, the dad says, welcome to the Republican Party. I don't tell good jokes, Brian. I have to them justice.
1: But it's accurate.
0: It's accurate. It's absolutely accurate. And this is where these people want to see us headed. Because it's worked out so well in other places. You know, uh, people want to uh, talk about uh, NHS, the national health care system in Britain. What, what wait times there now? How many people are dying? Waiting on um, health care? It's it's absurd. And look how many people we have in this country, legally and Illegally. Yet this is this is what they want oh it's kind of scary I mean here th- this is where we've gotten to kind of sidetracked here the student was reportedly kicked out of class this is what I'm talking about the indoctrination and that's why the AOCs and this the, this councilwoman from Denver Denver and that are so on board with this because I think they have been uh, essentially brainwashed from the day they started school. Uh, This student was reportedly kicked out of class for saying there are only two genders. There are only two. Got kicked out of class. When you've got uh, a a black man on Capitol Hill testifying that reparations uh, make him a victim he doesn't want to be, he gets booed. We got to bring this stuff in. 256 684 8000. This is the Rachel Hammer Show. Stay right here. Celebrating capitalism and freedom
3: 24 hours a day. 1450 a.m. and 105.3 FM. WTKI Talk.
4: Why drive there
1: when
2: it's easier here? Here at Honda of Decatur. Too many new Hondas means better selection. Lower overhead means lower pricing. And low financing
4: on a 19 Honda Civic LX starting at $19,799. A 19 Honda Accord LX starting at $22,699. Why drive there when it's easier here, as the savings are always greater at Hondaofdecator.com and on Beltline Road, with a free credit for HFSA dealer for details.
1: Sometimes life is wonderful, and sometimes it's not. Cherish the good, but always
3: be prepared for life's challenges. Private health care is private health insurance for ages 65 and under with medical, dental, vision, and even prescription coverage.
1: If you're looking for health coverage at the best price and your annual household income is $35,000 or more, give us a call at 800-626-4910. That's 800-626-4910. Looking for future
3: leaders we can trust and believe in? Look no further than the high school student athletes right here in Alabama. High school sports teach young people how to be effective leaders. It begins by making their grades and being on time for practice. It includes learning to listen, following directions, accepting responsibility, being a good role model. And it's about respect for officials, opponents, the rules, and each other. The results it transcends sports. It gives us hope for the future. <laughs> High school sports. There's so much more than just a game. This message presented by the Alabama High School Athletic Association and the Alabama High School Athletic Directors and Coaches Association.
2: If you're experiencing a temporary financial hardship and are struggling to pay your mortgage, we may be able to help you keep your home. Hardest Hit Alabama is a federally funded foreclosure prevention program. If you qualify, Hardest Hit Alabama can pay your mortgage payments on your behalf or provide other forms of assistance. The program is available statewide on a first-come, first-served basis. We've helped thousands of Alabama homeowners and we may be able to help you. Call one 497 8182 to speak to a program counselor. Or visit HardestHitAlabama.com to learn more and apply. That's 1-877-497-8182 or HardestHitAlabama.com. Brought to you by Hardest Hit Alabama, the Alabama Broadcasters Association, and this station.
3: Talk Radio for the rest of us. Follow the Fred Holland Morning Show on Twitter at WTKI Talk.
0: Uh, we're already at the final segment. This is the Rachel Hammer Show. 256-684-8000 8, 8, is the number. All right, reparations. This is all big talk right now, right? Because coming up into the election... Uh, we've got Democrats pandering to the land of free-stuffed people. First of all, let, let, How would this work? Yeah, I've talked about this before with this ancestry DNA stuff. You know, all these different DNA tests and that. And they say, oh, well, you're a little bit of this and a little bit of that and a little bit of this and a little bit of that. Are we going to DNA t- test people? Is that how we're going to break this down? Like everybody gets a DNA test? And you get reparations based on I don't know where your uh, how much of your family actually came from uh from Africa as, as slaves. Is that how we're going to to decide on this? You know, if you have a, a white parent and a black parent, I mean, are you are you voided out? Are you neutral at this point? Do you have to pay somebody, or do you not have to pay somebody? Do you get a check? Not get a check? I mean, how does this work? How do we determine who actually should get a check and who, who should not? What if you are actually of African descent, but you moved here after the Civil War? What, do you still get a check just because of the color of your skin? I mean, there's not only huge logistical problems with this. And then, okay, so let's let's say we're going to do reparations. Let's get back in history for a minute, because let's remember, it wasn't the white man that just pulled up to the shores of Africa and took people and kidnapped them and brought them back to the United States as slaves. Now, I'm not negating and saying that there is anything humane about slavery. There is not. But if we're going to study history, then we need to study all the history. And we have to understand that there were African tribes who took hostages, prisoners of other African tribes, and they sold them. So what, when we're looking at reparations, do we go back far enough, test the DNA to see uh, if you were one of the people who was kidnapping and selling people, or if you were one of the people who was uh, your descendants were, were the people who were kidnapped? I mean, that would be the only true, fair way to do this, wouldn't it? Uh, again, what, what if you are a mixed individual? You have one black parent, one white parent. You know, you're going to write yourself a check. And then there's the idea that there is not one person alive today. Now, yes, slavery still exists around the world. But there is not one person still alive today that I am aware of. I don't think the Guinness Book of World Records is aware of, if they are, that owned slaves during this time frame. There is not one person left alive today who was a slave during this time. Take a, take a Strom Thurmond, for example. He was a proponent of slavery in his, in his younger years believe he had a child uh, with a black woman. So here you have a man who was clearly uh, now they will say he changed his stripes but clearly at one point in his life a very racist human being who had a child with a black woman. What what do we do about that? There's just so many questions uh, to this. And I mean I, I To to give somebody a check based on the pigment of their skin. Uh, And I I don't think I'm the only one that feels this way. Go ahead and play the clip, Brian.
1: Labor, and because of the work of Representatives Jesse Jackson, Jr. and Zach Wamp, the uh, new visitor center is named Emancipation Hall in that recognition. Mr. Coleman Hughes is a columnist for Quillette. And has worked as a freelance opinion writer since January 2018. He's had pieces published in the New York Times, the Wall Street Journal, the National Review, the City Journal, and the Spectator. He's studying philosophy at Columbia University, and we appreciate your attendance, and you're recognized for five minutes, sir.
4: Thank you, Chairman Cohen, Ranking <laughs> Member Johnson, and members of the committee. It's an honor to testify on a topic as important as this one. Nothing I'm about to say is meant to minimize the horror And brutality of slavery and Jim Crow. Racism is a bloody stain on this country's history and I consider our failure to pay reparations directly to freed slaves after the Civil War to be one of the greatest injustices ever perpetrated by the US government. But I worry that our desire to fix the past compromises our ability to fix the present. Think about what we're doing today. We're spending our time debating a bill that mentions slavery 25 times, but incarceration only once, in an era with no black slaves, but nearly a million black prisoners. A bill that doesn't mention homicide once, at a time when the Center for Disease Control reports homicide as the number one cause of death for young black men. I'm not saying that acknowledging history doesn't matter. It does. I'm saying there's a difference between acknowledging history and allowing history to distract us from the problems we face today. In 2008, the House of Representatives formally apologized for slavery and Jim Crow. In 2009, the Senate did the same. Black people don't need another apology. We need safer neighborhoods and better schools. We need a less punitive criminal justice system. We need affordable health care. And none of these things can be achieved through reparations for slavery. Nearly everyone close to me nearly everyone close to me told me not to testify today. They told me that even though I've only ever voted for Democrats I'd be perceived as a Republican and therefore hated by half the country. Others told me that by distancing myself from Republicans I would end up angering the other half of the country. And the sad truth is that they were both right. That's how suspicious we've become of one another. That's how divided we are as a nation. If we were to pay reparations today, we would only divide the country further, making it harder to build the political coalitions required to solve the problems facing black people today. We would insult many black Americans by putting a price on the suffering of their ancestors. And we would turn the relationship between black Americans and white Americans from a coalition into a transaction. From a union between citizens into a lawsuit between plaintiffs and defendants. What we should do is pay reparations to black Americans who actually grew up under Jim Crow and were directly harmed by second-class citizenship. People like my grandparents. But paying reparations to all descendants of slaves is a mistake. Take me, for example. I was born three decades after the end of Jim Crow into a privileged household in the suburbs. I attend an Ivy League school, yet I'm also descended from slaves who worked on Thomas Jefferson's Monticello plantation. So reparations for slavery would allocate federal resources to me, but not to an American with the wrong ancestry, even if that person is living paycheck to paycheck and working multiple jobs to support a family. You might call that justice. I call it justice for the dead at the price of justice for the living. I understand that reparations are about what people are owed, regardless of how well they're doing. I understand that. But the people who are owed for slavery are no longer here, and we're not entitled to collect on their debts. Reparations, by definition, are only given to victims. So the moment you give me reparations, you've made me into a victim without my consent. Not just that, you've made one-third of black Americans who poll against reparations into victims without their consent.
0: And uh, black Brian, Americans and have he goes on too long there. for
4: the right to
0: define themselves. He goes on. I, I'll post this to the show page if you want to go listen to the rest of it. I like this guy. I'm sorry.
1: I like this guy. Pure common sense and truth, and oh, it's you know, and, 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 boo his.
0: And and a self-stated Democrat, somebody who has always voted Democrat. But I think he is absolutely on point with this. And again, I you know I kind of tongue-in-cheek with the logistical uh, side of this. But again, how are we going to do this? How are we going to figure this out? And, you know, I mean, while we're at it, you know, maybe maybe the Egyptians need to start writing me in check. Go all the way back to the time of Moses. Throwing that out there sarcastically. All right. Y'all, thanks so much for listening. I hope you have a great evening. Thank you for listening. Good night.
3: Guest newsmakers
0: and just some pretty darn
3: interesting people make the Fred Holland Morning Show and enrich your commute. Weekday mornings from 6 to 8 on WTKI Talk. Did you know almost anything you can find at Stanlio's is available as a salad or as a gluten-free wrap? Just ask. The meatball, ham and swiss, steak kebab, steak combo, turkey, tuna, Italian cold cuts, the kitchen sink. Plus, that Stanley's tradition extends to vegetarian. Just taste it. Huntsville's original sub is Stan Leo's Sub Villas, Jordan Lane and Holmes Avenue, and Governor's Drive just west of First Baptist Church. Like Stan Leo's on Facebook and receive special offers.
1: Hi, I'm Joan London. If you're looking for senior care for your mom or dad like I was, call A Place for Mom, the nation's largest senior living referral service. Their local advisors will explain your options and help you select senior living communities at no cost to you.
3: To speak with a local senior living advisor, call A Place for Mom at 800-279-7605. That's 800-279-7605.
1: There's a place for answers, a place for mom.
3: Celebrating capitalism and freedom, 24 hours a day, 1450 a.m. and 105.3 fm. WTKI Huntsville, W287-DH.